Welcome to today's episode of The Dream in Code Podcast with discussions on software and web development, technology, and IT trends. Here is your host, Dan Delamarski. Okay, so I'm at PDC 2010, and this is uh, Chris Longo. And uh, what are you on the Bing team? Yeah, I'm on the Bing team. I uh, work on uh, Bing Maps uh, solution, pretty much on the, it's called a solution specialist. So I take care of the, the northwest region of the U.S. So uh, Bing Maps. So where did you guys get the, the um, data for Bing Maps? Multiple, multiple locations. Um, we use our, our road data as an app tech. So a large uh, corporation that really focuses on creating the best of breed roads for the whole world. Um, that's our, our actually that is now our world database. So we use the whole entire their whole database for our, all of our roads. On the imagery side, we have multiple vendors: um, GOI, uh, uh, Space Imaging, which is <clears throat> now called Digital Globe. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, Space Imaging is now GOI, and then Digital Globe as well, as far as imagery is concerned. And then we also have other things such as uh, just straight aerial photos from mm-hmm. a lot of vendors that have flown it. And then we have something called bird's eye photography, which is uh, uh, oblique imagery or 45-degree angled imagery that actually um, sits at every all four cardinal directions. Mm-hmm. So I can spin it around and you can actually see uh, that same image in a different direction at that same, mm-hmm. at that same level of, uh, of performance. And then um, on top of that, we're now uh, driving the streets as well. So we do have street-side data that uh, we actually use our own cameras for, um, mainly because uh, we have another company called Vexel that we, we purchased a few years ago. Their technology is being used, one, capture imagery for our, from our aircraft for our, our actual maps, but now they're actually being used for the, the street side data as well. It's a smaller mock-up of the camera on top of a car. Mm. So there's a lot of different uh, moving parts as far as data is concerned, but we, we definitely try to do the best of breed data providers and then uh, get as much content as we possibly can, can get. Hmm. So uh, you mentioned like kind of like a view of the streets. What cities do you have that uh, kind of like view on the streets right now? So mainly U.S. Uh, we're focusing mainly on the on the larger on the larger uh, metropolitan areas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll ever really dive uh, you know, deeper into every single position in the whole entire world, but you know, we're doing our best to, f- to really drive the streets in, uh, in the major cities around business corridors. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already got you know all the major cities covered in the. Yeah, I see Seattle, Vancouver, uh, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah we, we try to get every single you know, large city. We're still mm. driving them. We're still updating them. So um, mm. it'll, it'll continue to get better and better. Mm. So uh, basically, what is the most complex aspect of uh, developing this whole map system? Like uh, the street view, the like integrating it all. So what's the most complex? Yeah, I mean, I think from the complexity side, I mean, the, the, I think geography sometimes, people don't really understand what goes on behind the scenes. I mean, you think it's a map and it's a pretty picture. But, you know, for example, if you look at the bird's eye photography, mm-hmm. if I just toss in an image here and we kind of zoom in, if you, if you, if you look at the, uh, the streets, now that I'm at a 45-degree angle, mm-hmm. the streets are actually laying down as well mm-hmm. to, to match that. I mean, normally, it's a, it's a straight-up and down view. So, you know, the math and the algorithms behind that to actually figure out, um, you know, where things exist. Another interesting piece is if you look, if I get to another area here, you'll actually notice that the, um, the roads become transparent in mm-hmm. downtown corridors when they're going around cities mm-hmm. for the same reason because they can detect where the building sits. So they know where the building is and they actually know that's a building because we have a 3D model of the cities. Mm-hmm. We can then highlight it and, and let the, 
user know there's a building, there's a road that goes behind the building. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of those little things you don't think about, but um, there are little complexities of getting the map together. And then, of course, performance and getting this thing faster and faster and getting the API smaller and smaller. Um, that's kind of been our goal all along, was to get this to be, you know, one of the fastest mapping APIs mm-hmm. out there. So, you mentioned the API. Uh, how complex would it be to integrate uh, Bing Maps into a, like, user-driven application and uh, have, like, user-generated content on top of the existing map layer? Pretty easy, actually. We have, uh, we have four APIs right now. So we have a Silverlight API, we have an Ajax JavaScript API, a REST API, and a SOAP service. So you definitely have your options of how you want to integrate it onto your own site. Um, we actually also have it pretty simple where we create these interactive SDKs mm-hmm. that a, a customer can actually just jump into Ask, ask the SDK what, it, what do you want to do to it, and then flip over to the next tab and see the source code behind it. So you actually do you know, simple cut and paste and toss mm. into your uh, into your application. So you, we have a lot of help tools out there mm. to get you uh, to get you a pretty decent site within a couple of days. So uh, I see there are like a bunch of 3D models of buildings. Yes. What tools do you use to generate those models? That's a good question. So um, the 3D buildings are, again, that, that company we purchased, Vexel, uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. That same camera we used to fly our air photos also flies uh, these 3D cities. Mm-hmm. So they're actual buildings. So they're actually so, yeah, ge- so, ge- 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 geometrically correct all the way through. Um, they're very intelligent. Um, it's very intelligent data. It's been obviously dumbed down to be inside of the Silverlight because now mm-hmm. it's just a pretty picture. Mm-hmm. But we do have the actual data models. And previously we had exposed the 3D in a actual... ActiveX control mm-hmm. for older, one of the older versions of the uh, of the consumer site. Um, being ActiveX and being quite heavy, it just, mm-hmm. just didn't catch on like we uh, like we would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we still we still have that data, and so we still have a huge investment in the in the 3D data out there. Mm-hmm. So that's so, the real stuff you're seeing. You're not, no, someone just making this in the garage. This was actually yeah. I mean, so it's like done. Yeah, so it's not a drawn picture. It's just no. uh, the f- a picture, but it's pretty realistic. Yeah, I mean, no, it, like, it's and he's, he's, interesting enough. Not many hands touch this, so they've, they've mastered the system where once it's flown, uh, the algorithms they've built and the program they've built around it to create these models mm-hmm. no longer require human intervention, so mm-hmm. it's more or less just the models are more mm-hmm. self-created. So do you guys like, collaborate with uh, Microsoft Virtual Earth? That is Earthing? us. Oh, so that's kind of like... Yeah, you, so we can change our name. Yeah, but uh, what's, basically, what's the difference then between Virtual Earth and, what's, and Bing Maps? No difference. So Virtual Earth... Uh, was a, a product that we, you know, it started as MapPoint and went to Live Maps and Virtual Earth. And, you know, these names started thrown around mm-hmm. with consumer space versus the uh, the, the consumers, uh, the consumer versus the B two B space. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, when Bing kind of came out last year, mm-hmm. uh, we got tagged to the Bing Maps piece. So now we're officially Bing Maps. Mm-hmm. The Virtual Earth logo, everything else is mm-hmm. now Bing. So. Um, it, everything that Virtual Earth had, Bing still has. So we carried over all the technology, obviously. Uh, we are one and the same. Mm. So uh, your main competitor right now is uh, Google Maps, obviously. What are some features that are in Bing Maps that you consider that are way above the existing features in Google Maps? Yeah, good question. So I think a lot of the things that we're doing um, on the Bing Maps side is we're not, really, um, we're not really trying to follow Google in any way. And I think we take turns of getting new you know, new applications come out or new features and we just kind of take turns going back and forth um, and for all the right reasons obviously it's what the, what the consumer and the customer needs uh, the big differences I'm seeing right now is is the array of uh, SDKs we're putting out mm-hmm. the, just different ways to consume the map as well as our imagery program we just uh, started a process called um, uh, many internal names to it but initially what we're doing is we're flying the whole US and Western Europe mm-hmm. 
in a 12-inch resolution air photos. Um, and it's not just a splotchy kind of a, a quilt pattern across the U.S. It's literally going to be one image. So mm-hmm. coast to coast, you can pan from San Francisco to, to New York City and not lose resolution. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll be hitting that whole entire area. So I think our imagery and our data really is starting to set us aside from, uh, from Google. So mm-hmm. the amount of content you're getting and the, the sheer quality of the content is, uh, is far superior. Uh, can uh, users, like simple users, contribute to the existing map, like the whole block of like street view, like in regions where Bing Maps doesn't cover, for example, like I don't know, in some Europe or Asia or somewhere, can users contribute with content, like with maybe maps, directions? Yeah, you know, we're looking into that. We have something on the consumer site called Map Apps, mm-hmm. which is a, a kind of a new offering. And uh, what Map Apps does is it's the you've heard of the concept of a mashup where yeah. you know a customer takes a map and puts their data on it on their website. We call this a mash in. So you're actually taking your content and placing it on our map on the consumer mm-hmm. side. So it kind of gives you some free airplay, more or less, for your for your company slash data. But at the same time, um, an example here is a uh, you know, we link up to Twitter, for example. Mm-hmm. Any geo you know geolocated. Um, tweet that comes down, we can actually see it on top of the map, and it's just a layer, layer mm-hmm. information. And it's it's similar to like a GIS, for example, where you can add multiple layers, so mm-hmm. I can actually go back in here, have the Twitter map on, and then add maybe a rental, you know, the, the, the nearest rentals, mm-hmm. for example, and then have both both applications running at the same time, mm-hmm. so you actually have switch back and forth and see, okay, this is this area, this is the tweets coming out of it. So a customer could very well, if they have that data, that information, mm-hmm. so a street side, whatever, can build an application, and we'll host it. So, if I want to build a map app, uh, what do I have to know? What uh, tools do I have to use? So, we have an SDK for that. We mm-hmm. actually uh, provide you an SDK. Um, actually, uh, we have some of these rides about it right here. Mm-hmm. But we actually do, in fact, let uh, the users do it themselves. And we give them the full tool set to build it. Mm-hmm. They then just submit it to us. So, it's similar to any other SDK you would write on mm-hmm. Silverlight. Obviously, this is... Mm-hmm. So, it's all Visual Studio and... All right. So, uh, does it go through any like approval process when you submit an app? Yeah, it gets submitted, and as you know, as it hits us, we're going to obviously make sure it's um, you know it meets certain criteria. Mm-hmm. We're not going to put things that are going to be offensive, for example. Or, yeah. So yeah, we're fairly light there, but we're not going to um, we're not going to post things that are either kind of duplicates of something else that's out there, mm-hmm. or if it's just not you know something suitable for the general public to see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's definitely a little bit of a scrubbing that happens before it hits the, hits the site. Mm. But for the most part, I mean, if you're going to take the time to do it, you're going to abide by the rules and do it right. Mm. So we haven't had an issue yet. Mm. And there are no regional restrictions on where the apps can be used. It can be used on the whole, like, Bing Maps, worldwide, and the users can build, like, any content on top of... Yep. Like, can they even, like... Like I mentioned, the regions that are not covered by like streets, for example, can they put the streets on on top of the? Yeah, if they have their own data and they want to, you know, use that as an analytics tool. I mean, we have um, a really good example of that. It is our we'll find it. Uh, uh, OpenStreetMap we mm-hmm. have now sitting on top of this. So we're bringing OpenStreetMap data on top of the map, and so now we have the whole OpenStreetMap. Data set, as you know it, and as, as the world knows it, and mm-hmm. you open source right on top of the base. So it's on top of it, and there's like yeah, no problems using no problem it as set. You can integrate it, and it's still it's just another layer as far as we're concerned. So we're just so we're seeing, well, so you have, if you have this data, now this whole the whole world is painted in open street map. So that's a big that's a big deal, as you can imagine, with the, the developer community to make sure we can yeah. provide them and give them the tools, take their data sets and their ability to mm-hmm. integrate 
our information. So it's it's been a big uh, it's been a big win for us to kind of show the, the public and the world that look, mm. this is becoming more of a platform mm. to, for your data, not so much ours. And uh, how active is the development right now on Big Maps? I mean, uh, like, do you guys kind of like try to maintain what it is right now, or there are some projects you are actively improving and building? And yeah, it's it's nonstop. I mean, literally. I mean, right now we move into a sprint model, so you know, every every two three months, there's there's fixes and releases coming out. Um, we still have about a six month release cycle as far as the brand new API rule to make mm-hmm. actual numbers change. But you're looking at that, and then from a, a data upload, data changes, you know, terabytes of data are being loaded a month mm-hmm. for the imagery. We get quarterly updates from our, our road providers, mm-hmm. so Navtech. So as, you know, when they get their new roads verified and driven, we then get those you know back. And then once they're loaded up, you get the freshest data possible. Mm-hmm. So there's always something happening. There's always mm-hmm. some server being uploaded with mass amounts of data. And there's another piece too to this whole thing is you know we're still being we're still you know the whole local piece is pretty important to us. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to really see a lot of the local data becoming more relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, user reviews or with Yelp. For, for a lot of those things, mm-hmm. so working with the, the third-party groups to get, get a more of a local feel. This is fine. This is great if you're you know coming to Washington for the first time. You want to really get down to the levels again. Like, you know, what's a good restaurant to eat? And what are people saying around here? Mm-hmm. So to provide that data that's becoming more relevant. And now with Windows Phone Seven, it's even more important for us to make sure we have all that right. Mm-hmm. So we've done a, a pretty good uh, job there. In fact, our team now sits in the mobile space, not Windows Phone Mobile per se, but we, we view Bing Maps and, and the Bing product as, as a mobile app because it's something you would be in your hand as you go somewhere to, to find information. So Yeah, well, you already put the Bing control in, uh, in the SDK yep. for Windows Phone 7, so yep. it's kind of makes it easier. Yep. And uh, can the users do the same thing you mentioned here on Windows Phone 7, like layers and... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing out of the box for that right now. So they, would, they could definitely, you know, we have a, we do have an SDK for that. So you can actually use, you know, build your own application with Windows Phone 7. Mm-hmm. So there's not an issue there at all, but there's nothing out of the box per se. But, yeah, there's nothing stopping a customer from bringing their own data into a Windows Phone. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Chris. Sure. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Take care.